Flint Cliffs Manufacturing is a full-service metal fabrication shop located in beautiful Burlington, Iowa. Flint Cliffs is now hiring for welders, painters, and machine operators for both first and second shifts. Call 319-752-2781. Well, Eichelsberger Farms of Wayland, Iowa presents the Waco Warriors. We've got Coach Edeker. Welcome program, Coach. Dave, thanks for having me. Well, uh, um, I can't even remember who you played last week, but it looked like you had a, a uh, you guys were pretty sharp and, and had a pretty good sized win. Yeah, was, we played English Valley. Um, we we jumped out. We you know the last three weeks we've done a very good job of getting off to a good start. You know we, we had some teams that we were favored over. Um, you know that we we you know we we are the top of the district and they're at the bottom and and you know English Valley was the same way. They were one and four coming in. Um, and we got out to a really good start. I mean, we put 30 points in the first quarter again. Uh, you know, we put 37 up a couple weeks ago. We put 35 up last week. And, you know, we put up 30 this week in the first quarter. And actually, we scored two plays in the second quarter to give us 37. So we pretty much scored like 37 points again in the first quarter. So, you know, and you can't just do that by having a good offense. Our offense is, is doing a nice job and executing well. But, you know, our defense and special teams have done a ton to help us. Um, you know, those 30 points. Two of them came on safeties. We got a safety on the first play of the – on the second play of our defense. Uh, you know, our kickoff, John kicked it down about the two. Uh, it went off a uh, EV kid out of bounds. They took over on the four. Uh, they lost three yards on first down and on, on second down. Chase Waterhouse and, and Joel Meyer um, basically met at the kid. Uh, it was tough. I couldn't – I mean, it was – couldn't give the safety to one of them. Had to go to both of them. Uh, they were right there at the same time and tackled him in the end zone for the safety. You know, we came back and, and we scored and and um, we kicked to them again and um, that we scored on a we had a, we put a, a senior group together. You know, we we have a lot of juniors that play, but we have some seniors that play defense but don't play offense, or so don't play offense and play defense. So we put a couple senior only groups together and we put our senior offensive group in. And the one thing we didn't have in that group was a quarterback because. Um, we left Reese at halfback in that group, which means we moved Colton Lichty from tight end to quarterback for, for a couple series. And, uh, he like connected it. with, he, he connected with Hunter, Hunter Hughes for a 32 yard touchdown on, on our first drive of the game. So, uh, you know, it gave, it gave Colton a chance to do something different. He, he was pretty excited about it. Um, you know, Hunter gets in our spread passing game stuff and it's caught some balls first, but we, we moved him into tight end and, and got him on a crossing route and he scored for a touchdown and, we got up um, the next series. We had that senior group in again, and John McLaughlin scored from three yards out. We played our fullback in that group and, and did a nice job there. Um, we got a pick in there, Loudenhausen gay, not a senior, but still plays good defense for us. Got a pick in there. And, and then he scored eight from eight yards out on a run. Um, got another three and out. And this time they snapped the ball over their punter's head and chase Waterhouse got uh, the tackle in the end zone. So Chase got two safeties, got credit for two safeties on the night. Um, the second one, <laughs> he got credit because he was the closest guy to it. I mean, obviously the guy jumped out of the end zone and he was down instantly, but Chase was right there. He would have made the tackle if the guy would have tried to run. So we gave Chase the safety. I don't know if we've ever had a kid get two safeties in a game before. Um, I know since I've been here, we haven't. Uh, you know, we had 40 years of, of history before I got here. So, you know, maybe someplace along the line someone had. But Chase did a, a, 
you know, a unique thing there and getting two, two safeties in a game. Uh, and then we finished out scoring in the first quarter with a, a three yard pass from, from Clayton Miller to Colton Lichty, uh, to get a, to get a touchdown there. So we had three seniors in the end zone with, uh, Hunter Hughes, John McLaughlin and, and Colton Lichty in the first half or in the first quarter, uh, did a real nice job of, of running the offense. You know, our offense, our offensive drives were two, three plays. Uh, we really executed well when we did get the ball, had some really short fields because of our special teams and, um, and our defense. You know, and then we got another stop and, and came in like the very first, like I said, the second play of the second quarter, uh, Clayton hit Colton for a second touchdown, this one from 20 yards out. Uh, we just, you know, they, they really sold out to stop our run. Uh, we had uh, four touchdown passes on the night. Colton had one, Clayton had three. Uh, you know, they, like I said, they did a really uh, big effort to, to stop our run, which, I mean, if you watch us, you got to stop our run. And they did a nice job of that. Uh, so we just threw over the top of them and, and scored uh, four times on passes. So, you know, our last score in the first half to, to, to put us up 44 nothing at half was uh, a 66-yard, a, a, a long pass where Clayton Miller found Gage Samuel going down the sideline for, for, for a touchdown. So, you know, we put 44 points up in the first half, 37 in the first quarter basically. Um, we're able to get a lot of senior time as a senior group together as, as senior night being our last home game and you know it just went really really well i mean uh, you know a couple guys that don't get in the stat books but but jonathan heather and and john mclaughlin not john mclaughlin brian neal jonathan heather and brian neal are two seniors on our offensive line uh and defensive line uh did both a great job jonathan i think had two tackles for losses uh, from his defensive end spot uh brian had numerous tackles too uh those two did a really nice job you know our seniors did um a really good job. I mean, we could have played them the whole game, but I mean, that's not fair to the rest of the team either. I mean, it was just a, a great group effort and, you know, we got a lot of kids in. Well, uh, let me ask you something. Uh, I was talking to coach Leckler, right? And, uh, -huh. uh he had a couple opponents kind of, uh, Eliza Muscatine and Highland, you know, back to back. And, and, uh, yet he says, he says, I got a lot of ba I, I, uh, balance here. He says one, so in the first game, he only gave the ball uh, to Caden Amagon three times. You know, he got like 125 yards in those three plays. But the next game, he hesitated to take him out very much because he wanted him four quarters ready for the playoffs. You know, how do you balance that between the opponent isn't very good and we got to stay sharp to go into the playoffs? You know what I mean? And get everybody their reps and keep everybody what, you know, Coach Leckwell called four quarter ready. You are correct, and that's very, very tough. Um, you know, I'll go back one game to, to the New London game. You know, we were trying to give kids a few more a few more reps, and uh, Loudon Housing gave a, a, a situation like that. You know, Loudon only got four carries in the game the other night. He had one touchdown, and, uh, you know, because of the short fields, it was he didn't have 120-some yards. He only had 30-some yards and four carries just because they were short fields that he was working on. Plus, you know, like I said, EV really sold out to, to stop the run, and, you know, averaging eight yards a, a carry is still pretty good, even though they're selling out to stop the run. Um, but his last touchdown, he jogged in. I mean, he he he, he took the handoff. He made one cut and, and and was to the outside, and and he started jogging, and, and they didn't really pursue very hard, and and he got in. And at that point, 
all you're doing is, is adding stats. I mean, he's not getting ready for four quarters by still being in the game because he's he doesn't have to go hard and he's not going to go hard because it's not necessary. You know, we've talked to our kids all week. Uh, actually, the last three weeks, we've talked to them about just keep going hard in practice. Uh, you know, that our practice is, is tough. We have a, a very good defensive line against us. We don't play all the same kids on offense that we do on defense. Um, you know, Jonathan and Brian and Owen Wolf are, are three of our main offensive linemen, and, and they don't start on defense. So when we go and run our our first-team offensive line, we have our first-team defensive line against them or, or part of our first-team defensive line against them. So, you know, that really helps us. Uh, you know, we just keep telling them, you know, we're, we'll work hard in practice. And it shows. I mean, the last three games, we've scored a lot of points in the first quarter because our practice has been physical and strong enough for us to to dominate the first quarter. So, um, you know, we try to use practice for that. It's it's really a, a fine line, exactly like Coach said, of how you keep kids tuned in and in the game. And I mean, you know, those kids work hard in practice, and they our kids work really hard in practice. And to work hard in practice and then get a quarter and a half in a game is, you know, is, is tough on them too. But, you know, we're going to hit a stretch here now. We're, we're not going to get quarter and a half. We're going to play four quarters. And, you know, hopefully we're ready for it. Well, uh, uh, you don't have a game next week. Uh, I believe it was Tri-County folded. Um, a, a team called Mormon Trail uh, folded uh, um, for Winfield Mount Union here. And uh, Scotty and I have been talking it over. And we're almost thinking this is more of a blessing than a curse for you because who knows? I mean, uh, you could get a I – mean, like Ty Egley kind of got hurt late in the year or early in the playoffs or something, you know. Uh, what what about the, the ability to rest up a little bit this week, heal up some maybe some kind of nagging injuries and maybe some sore ribs and things? And uh, um, you think the extra week might help you prepare? Uh, it, it will. I mean, it's okay. I mean, we did this two years ago. Uh, you know, two years ago we made the quarterfinals and we had the same thing. Where I don't know how the, how it always works out. We always seem to get Tri County Week Eight in our schedule the last several years, and you know we didn't you know, play. I mean, you know, last year we played them Week Eight and we had to do a lot of creative things to to, to keep it so it wasn't you know it wasn't so bad. Um, you know, we just we make it work either way. It's not a bad thing. No, I mean, throwing our kids would love to have a game. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a lot more, you know, kids go out for sports to play and have fun, not to, to go to practice and, 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 and do that kind of stuff. And they understand the practice parts, part of it, but I mean, they want to play games. So, I mean, yes, it'd be nice to have a game and, and we've, you know, we've reached out to some teams and, and haven't had any luck finding anybody to play this week. So, um, you know, it is what it is. We'll, we'll get ready and practice and we won't practice all week. We'll probably go two out of the five nights. Uh, you know, tonight we'll just watch some film and, and, you know, then just have the rest of the night off. And we'll probably either go Tuesday and Wednesday or Tuesday or Wednesday and Thursday. I haven't quite decided which two nights we're going to go this week, but we'll give them some time off to rest. And just, you know, we've been going, we've been going five nights a week since the first week of August. So, you know, we got two and a half months of, of, of solid football in. And, and, you know, I think we're in a good position. It's just a matter of fine tuning, like you said. And, We'll do a little bit of that this week, but you know, use it more as a chance to to just rest and and recharge our batteries, and hopefully, we can have two, three more more weeks uh, of playoffs. Well, Eichelberger Farms charges me with finding a player of the game uh, last week, and uh, I've been thinking about it. And uh, last time, uh, 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 this guy was like 
a micro bolt. You know, I could have given it to him just as easily as, as, as who got it. But we're going to go with uh, 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 Waterhouse of Pain, uh, Chase Waterhouse over there. Uh, what do you think? Uh, he deserved that award? I think he did a great job. Chase has been a constant force in the backfield defensively the last several weeks. Uh, you know, he just he's always back there. He's always making trouble. You know, even even though it was one of them wasn't really much he could do about it except for he ran up there. He did get two safeties, which is is a, a very unique honor. Um, you know, his first one definitely was earned. He he did a great job of beating his beating his guard and and just tackled the kid in the end zone. Um, you know, he's done a great job. He, he's he's our uh, a, a solid uh, guard for us on the offensive line too. And and you know, we like to run the ball a lot. So I think Chase has had a great week last couple weeks. And like you said, he could have had it a couple weeks ago. I think he gave it to Colton instead. But those two do such a wonderful job together. Uh, I think Chase is a great choice for it. They gave it to Reese Oswald. Uh, I, 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 man, I could have given it to anybody that day, but, uh, I thought of all the games all year long. I thought that was the one where he was, you know, playing, uh, yeah. the biggest part in it, but, uh, you know, we give it around, but it's also, since it's the end of the season, uh, um, I'm going to give a, a player of the year award out and, uh, uh, I, I'm going with, uh, Loudon Housengay, uh, as he kind of reminds me of Walter Payton, you know, I'm thinking about calling him sweetness. Uh, what, what do you, do you see any similarities between the way Walter ran and the way Loudon runs? I, I remember Walter. I don't know if, if, uh, I don't know if Loudon would know who you're talking about just because <laughs> of the fact that a while ago, but yeah, I mean, Loudon's not going to shy away from contact. Just like Walter, you're correct. I mean, Walter Payton, you know, he never ran out of bounds. He was going to, he was going to run you over. He was going to be physical. Loudon does a really good job of that. Um, you know, anytime you can bring that up and put that in the same breath, that's obviously a great compliment for Loudon. And I think, you know, Loudon does a great job running the ball. He does a great job defensively for us too. Uh, you know, he's a great choice for us on, on player of the year. And, you know, and here's the thing about Loudon the fact is I don't know if we've chosen him as the, as the, the player of the week yet, even it's just, he's so consistent every week that he's always right there. He might not have well, the I, most. I was worried about game. that. And I thought this might make up for some of that. Well, that's fine. He might not have the highest statistical game of everybody on the thing, and there's always maybe someone, but he is always right there. He is always the the, the first guy. Uh, you know, when we watch film on Saturday mornings, we do our stats through Huddle. Um, I, I just chart the game, and, and the Huddle does the stats for us, and Huddle always gives us a little recap of the game, and it chooses a player of the game. And I think on on five of the six weeks, I haven't watched this week's huddle recap, so I don't know for sure who got it. But uh, on the on the other five games, he's always been the player of the game, according to Huddle, like, just like that. So, I mean, he does a really good job of being very consistent for us. He is he is our leader on defense, and, you know, he runs the ball hard on offense and, and does a really nice job, and I think that's a great choice. I think we could have picked – I agree. We could have picked him every week of the year, but we weren't doing that, you know. Yep. We, we were picking uh, – um, trying to get different ones every week, you know, uh, as each week somebody, it did seem like though each week another player really shined, didn't they? Yeah, they did. You know, and, and, and you know, you know, it's, you know, we go through this and we're, we're, we're six and one and, and we're going to finish second in our district. And, you know, we won't know until next Friday night and, or next Saturday, you know, Friday night, we'll know the scores and we can probably make some guesses, but we won't know until Saturday and where we're going to go in the playoffs if we're home or if we're on the road. Uh, you know, we know we're going to finish second, so we got a chance at a home game still, and hopefully we'll get one. And, 
and, and give these kids one more night. And, and if we don't have one more night at home, then we'll we'll just go on the road and we'll we'll see how far we can go. I mean, this is a group that that I think is very talented and, and, and can win some playoff games and, um, you know, and, and get back to the point where we can show that, that the game against Winfield was, was an aberration. I mean, we didn't play very well in that game and, and they beat us soundly and they deserved to beat us that night. But, um, you know, we'd like to get back and, and see what we can do against them. Or, you know, if they sent us North against Gladbrook or Clarksville or, or whatever, I mean, uh, you know, those are the, the two directions that we're going to have to go through to, to try to get to the dome and, and we'll see what happens. Well, uh, it's going to be exciting. We did have a poll uh, on uh, who was the biggest playoff wild card and kind of run away with it there. Uh, I think it got 50% of the vote. Uh, but uh, there's some other, other teams that might, you know, get in the playoffs and do some damage. I think that, that's a pretty good year for Southeast Iowa overall, I think. Uh, there's a lot of great teams and uh, three eight-man teams in the Round Guy Radio family that are in the top ten right now. That's awesome. Yeah, there's some good teams going around. That's for sure. So, uh, but uh, uh, your your team is uh, really, really, really good, and uh, we've enjoyed the coverage. Um, there's no no other game to uh, uh, talk about, so I guess uh, we've come to the end of the line here. Uh, but I will ask you: Is there anything we didn't get to talk about you want to talk about? No, I mean I think you know we did a lot. We talked about the seniors and stuff, and you know it's just it's been a, it's been a good season and. You know, we can recap on it right now, but like I said, we're, we're, we're sort of looking towards the postseason and see what kind of run we can make. And thanks for having us all year, and and hopefully we'll talk again here in a couple weeks. Well, uh, I have a, an announcement uh, as far as the listenership. Uh, uh, here lately, last couple of weeks ago, uh, Wayland took back over as the number one town that listens to Route Guy Radio. So you guys are wearing the belt right now. So. Uh, Thank- we, got, we got some good fans, that's for sure. Well, uh, it's because you tell such compelling stories. That's why everybody listens. Uh, but thank you for being with us, and uh, um, good luck in the playoffs. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. Flint Cliffs Manufacturing is a full-service metal fabrication shop located in beautiful Burlington, Iowa. Flint Cliffs is now hiring for welders, painters, and machine operators for both first and second shifts. Call 319 752 